Hi, I'm Jackie Nunez for Entertainment Latino on 77 WABC. I want to thank John and Margot Katsimatidis and Chad Lopez for the opportunity to record my new podcast on 77 WABC. My guest for today, I'm really excited, is A Tempo. And A Tempo is also a band who not only by themselves are great, but they also back up Mark Anthony, who is in tour right now with the group. So I'm going to introduce the guys, and each one will say hello and a little bit about yourselves, okay? So I got Franklin Torres, Urban Perez, Alexandra Taveras, and Ozzy Melendez. Welcome, guys. Thank you. Welcome. Thanks for having us, Jackie. Hi, Jackie. Thank you. Uh, okay, we'll start with Franklin. I knew it. <laughs> well, my name is Franklin. I'm 39 years old, and I'm the lead singer for our tempo. And I've been singing as long as I can remember. I love to sing, and I'm more than happy to be working with these amazing people. <laughs> okay, Urban. Hi, my name is Urban. I am the bass player of a tempo. Uh, I'm not going to tell you my age, but yeah, I'm up there. Um, I love music. I love working with these guys. And it's been a journey, a great journey so far. Alexandra. Uh, my name is Alexandra Taveras. I've been singing for a very long time. I am uh, like the rest of them, part of Mark Anthony's band, and we started this Atempo group during the pandemic, and I am very blessed to be a part of it. Ozzy. Hi, yes. Ozzy Melendez, also part of the Atempo band, and uh, super happy to be here with you, Jackie. Finally get to meet kind of face-to-face. -face. I've been a professional musician all my adult life, and I, when I was a kid too, actually. And um, that's it. I'm hoping that, uh, you know, people have different appetites for food and for music, and I just hope that when they're hungry, they eat our food, our tempo's mm -hmm. food. Ooh, I like that analogy. Yes. yes. Uh, <laughs> Ozzy, you're hired. So let's get right to it. I want to ask you the most pertinent question. How does Mark Anthony feel about a tempo? Alex? Oh, uh, well, he loves us. He He's very supportive and he loves our music and he loves us. We're family. Uh, yeah, I think I think he's he's into the music. He loves what we're doing. He's heard it already, so yeah. he likes it a lot. So I mean, it was Chris Apostle. I want to give a shout out to Chris that introduced me to you guys. Um, what is it that? How did you come up with the name A Tempo? Well, we um, we were trying to come up with a name that would be easily um, pronounced by Spanish-speaking people as well as English-speaking people. Uh, we had been, Urban came up with the concept of the group, of uh, putting this group together, uh, performing music from all the different uh, genres and, and places that we've been. Um, and then the name, uh, we were having a meeting to discuss what name we were going to give this, 
this ensemble. And uh, the night before the meeting, I had a dream. I know it sounds silly, but um, I had a dream and the name came to me. I didn't know how they were going to receive it. Um, but I always come with notes to every meeting. I always have like a, a long list. <laughs> yes, for so, sure. Yeah. So I, uh, I came to the meeting not, you know, not knowing how uh, they were going to, I had a list of, of a few names. So I told them, I said, guys, I, I had a dream last night. And in the dream, this name came to me for a group. And as soon as I said the name, they all said, that's it. That's, yeah, that's perfect. Hear the rest of the uh, names that I had on the list, but it just ended up being a perfect name given the time in which we were being brought together for the meaning a tempo is, um, it's an indication when uh, in a piece of music, when you're reading music, and it means return to the original uh, tempo. And for us, being it locked down during the pandemic, it felt like we needed to return to the original uh, basic of, basis of music. Um, so well, that you guys did this during the COVID or during the pandemic, like you said. I'm surprised you didn't come up with a name like C4 or something. Or COVID-4. COVID I mean, that's kind of explosive, right? Yeah. Again, uh, it has to be easy, easily pronounced by both English and Spanish. So C4, C4 doesn't quite have that ring to it, you know? Uh, wait, wait, we didn't want it to be scary, tampoco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's pretty explosive name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's, let's talk about Solo Sin Ti. Now, I know, Franklin, you're on the lead on this. What does the song mean to all of you? And what does it personally mean to you, Franklin? Well, I love to write songs. I love uh, to speak in that way. And when I wrote Solo Sinti, I was thinking and like, you know, like how does it feel a person when he loves somebody and what, what it makes you feel when, when you're alone and you need that other person with you. So that's why I wrote it. And in general. You wrote it? Very good. So for the rest of the guys, how does that song resonate with you? Well, with me... Uh... Well, I, to, I totally understand where he's coming from with the song. But when he sent it to us, it was sort of like in a ballad form. So now we have to make it sound, okay, we want people to really get the, you know, get grab the attention from the, you know, the audience. And one way to do that is by doing the salsa. That's, the, you know, that's how we put it together. So I, I send it to me. We did it together. Ozzy did the, the trombone arrangements. Alex and all three of them did the vocals. And that's how Solo CD came about. In that form. To me, I heard a hit song. Yeah, I heard a hit song. <laughs> Certainly is. It's just great writing. The melodies are great, and the writing was great, so it made a perfect song. So, who are doing the arrangements for all these songs? Well, we we started it ourselves. It was me and Ozzy that started the arranging for the songs. Now we have this other guy that's helping us out with some new stuff that's coming out. Ozzy, now you did something on lead. Uh, Por la Vereda. Tell me about Por la Vereda. Por la Vereda was written by a really special lady that I know in my life. Her name is Aurora Weston. 
and she's a really good friend of mine. We met, oh my God, many years ago when I used to play with Emmanuel. She and her husband at the time were in Mexico. She was with her husband in Mexico. They were doing business, but she was a songwriter and she knew the musical director of Emmanuel and it asked him if he knew of a singer that could sing on one of her songs. And they were country songs. And so he came to me since I was one of the guys that spoke English and I sang in the band. Uh, would you like to do it? And I'm always open for sessions. That's uh, like what I do. So I said, sure, I would love to come and do it. And that began, that began our relationship together where she would write songs and then I would sing them for her and I would arrange them and produce them and, and I would get paid to do that. And later on, she said, you know, we, we should do something else later on. And so she wrote Por La Vereda. And that song is taken on three different styles of music. It started out as a straight up merengue. And then... And then it came out in the kind of more pop form. And then we got tempoized it recently. And so that's how we came out with that one. It's just one that was very easy for me to sing. I don't sing that often anymore. And so that one was kind of easy for me to sing. It wasn't really a lot of range. I didn't have to really do any, anything crazy with it. And so um, that one is really special for me. And, and she wrote a great song. And we arranged it so that, the, that a lot of people would like it. It wouldn't be just for the, I think the, the last time it came out, it was more towards the younger. And right, this one. Right has more of a range to it, it's more tropical and and we added some some really nice elements. And that was also Urban's idea who, to take that song out. I had played it for him a while back. And he always said that's a hit song. And so when we developed our tempo, we decided to to revisit it. You are a great trombonist. Well thank you very much. I mm-hmm. went to college trombone and that's really my main instrument. I know that you've done super special to me because that's one of the first songs that I did a salsa arrangement. It's a totally different animal. Mm-hmm. Or writing for funk. Um, when you write an arrangement for salsa music, there's a lot of things that you have to pay attention to. And, and I was really frightened to do it, but I threw myself in there and, and I'm proud of how that one came out. Yeah, a lot of details. Yeah. Okay, each one of you's worked with many different artists. I want each one of you to, to discuss who they are, and your experiences with these uh, different artists. So we'll uh, start with um, Ozzy. Um, I don't know. Who do I start with? I mean, with Mark, of course. Um, I don't know what to say about him. The guy is just a godsend. He's an incredible singer, an incredible entertainer. He, he's spot on with everything he does. And uh, I'm blessed to be with him for almost 20 years. Wow. But I, I know you, you've, I'm, I'm going to read off some name and people tell me who is who with, with these artists. Uh, Tito Nieves, Aretha Franklin, Diana Ross, Ruben Blades, Jennifer Lopez, Bruce Springsteen, uh, Gloria Stefan. I know the list goes on. So who was working with who? Most of us. Well, with me, I worked with J-Lo. We did a recording with Bruce Springsteen back back in the days when Mark Anthony was asked to do something, so we were involved in that. Uh, Willie Colon should be on there too, Ozzy, um, and Alex, uh, she'll tell you hers. She's all, we've all been in the same group together with most of those those artists also. But, you know, Alex will tell you hers, and Tito Nieves. Hey, Alex. Alex did a, a duet with Tito Nieves. Yes. Alex, tell us about that. Um, the duet with Tito Nieves was done um, 
I was still re- I was still in the band with the New York band, a merengue band back in the eighties and nineties. And uh, in early nineteen ninety, uh, Sir Sergio George and Tito Nieves asked me to collaborate on that song. How do you keep the music playing? And we recorded it um, uh, into salsa. It's a, it was originally a, a ballad, and uh, yeah, and, and uh, we did it in um, salsa. That the how do you keep the music playing? Which is the one you did, right? Did it in English, yeah. We kept it in English. Some of the soneos are in Spanish, but yeah, yeah. But like Irvin said, we've been with uh, geez, uh, uh yeah, most of these bands. We 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 we've all played in the same bands together throughout yeah. the years. I, I did a I did a cover song, not a cover song. I I recorded a title track on Tito Puentes. So I've recorded with all the Titos. So Tito Nieves, it was how do you keep the music play, right? And then on Tito Puentes album Mambo of the Time, I did the title track with Tito Allen. Oh, Tito Allen, there's a name. Yes, I remember yeah. Tito Allen. I, I have a funny story of Tito Puente. I was working in the recording studio when Ralph Mercado wanted to do his 100th album. So Ralph says to Tito, you know, I want to be the one to do the 100th album. It's really going to be special. So Tito, in his sarcasm, says, well, it's really 117, but who's counting? Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, and 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 he's gone to record like about 150 albums at that. Yeah. Uh, he was incredible. He and and that sense of humor was uh, very char- characteristic of of, uh, of him. Of yes, him. that was Tito. He should have been a comedian. Yeah, but what's on the horizon for you guys? Any other new projects? Well, before we discuss that. Uh, Alex, what made you choose that song and what does it mean to you? The Yamentere uh, means in English, um, uh, I found out. And, uh, I, I found out, right? Um, uh, but uh, when we were when we were coming up with songs for each one of us to sing, um, I brought a bunch of co- uh, cover songs to Urban. And that's one that I particularly love, not necessarily because of the lyrics, because to be honest with you, I'm the type of person that I would never actually say those words to a guy. Like, I mean, if a guy wanted to be with somebody else, I'd be like, don't let the door hit you on your way out. (laughs) Well, I don't know. When you see the Mm -hmm. video, you've had a different reaction in the video. (laughs) We won't give that away, but. Wow. Oh, please give it away. But um, yeah, no, but I love, love, love that melody of, of that song, which was written by Julio Ramirez and Alejandra Ruiz Ocampo. So it, it was a rake, uh, originally sung by Rake, the, the band. And uh, it was just a, a crazy story trying to get the licensing for it in order to do the... Um, the cover, you know, we got the permission, we got the license, but then it turns out that because it was done by a guy and we, um, Franklin and I had to adjust the lyrics to fit me, uh, then we had to get a special permission, which according to the record label, you had to get it 
directly from the songwriter. And I'm like, oh my God, I reached out to everybody and their mother, seeing if they knew uh, these guys. None of us knew him, knew them. And lo and behold, we were doing last week, we were doing um, the Billboard. And we were sitting backstage and I'm sitting, you know, waiting to go on stage to go rehearse for. Unbelievable. <laughs> and in comes Rake. And I hey Franklin, and I'm like, Franklin. And Franklin goes, yeah, that's them. And I'm like, well, it's now or never. So I bombarded them. I was like, hi. <laughs> so we got our license and uh, the song is out in bachata uh, version of the song, which, um, yeah, they even got to hear it backstage. We played it for them. It was, it was nice. like something ever happened. Like, like, what? <laughs> That's destiny, amazing. destiny. Yes, <laughs> it was meant to happen that way. Yeah, you guys got merengue, salsa, bachata, kind of a blend of everything. Because that's us. That's where we are. All you know, we all. Any any other genres in mind? Since you guys kind of mix it up. I think we're feeling yeah. it out. Yeah, Basically, we're feeling it sure. out. Yeah, we, we definitely love. Yeah. yeah, we all love. I love rock, so maybe one day we'll probably mix something with them. How about some boogaloo? Boogaloo yeah. too, of course. Of yeah, course. We love that, Joe. But I mean, the thing is, what well, we don't really sit and at a meeting and talk about what kind of style we're going to do this. It just we get yeah. a song, and it kind of just yeah. develops into how we how it mm -hmm. develops. You know, we have a lot of songs that haven't even we haven't finished because we yeah. just kind of for one reason or another. We decide, wait, let's work on this one instead. And so we yeah. got a bunch that are still waiting to be finished and come out. Yeah. And they're all amazing stuff. It's, yeah. Came out really good. How is your experience with these other artists? Is anything going to affect our tempo um, individually or as a group? Do you think there would be any conflicts or... You guys are very sure. Of I wouldn't think so. I, we're pretty sure of what we're doing, and there won't be any conflict because we—it's it's not even—you know—it just has to do with the way we are with Mark, with Mark Anthony. It's a family, you know, and we are part of that family also. So we are a family. So whenever Mark is doing something, of course, we are still with him a hundred percent, no matter what. And when he's done. Um, if we have time and space to do a tour ourselves, and we'll go out and do it also. I mean, we'll, it, it, it works out both ways, you know. So we, we, we're definitely, yeah, it's, it's a puzzle. Yeah. We're, like, we're connected. There's nothing that can, can actually, uh, you know, interfere with that, for sure. Yeah, we'll work it out. Yep, always. Ozzy, I've seen, yeah. I seen you, like, besides all over the place, um, how did you get the gig with, I uh, saw you with Carter Rubin, and, yeah, Carter Rubin, and as you know, I do an oldie show every once a month. How did you get into the whole oldie circuit? Uh, well, wow, never been asked that question. You know what? Well, you know Rick Mango. We have a, a mutual friend, Rick Mango, who used to be one of the singers and guitar players for... Um, Oh my God, I can't remember the name of the band now. And I play with them too. Come on, help me. Wait, what? Who is it? Uh, Jackie, what's the name of the band Rick played with? Jay and Americans. Oh my God, how embarrassing. That's the age. That's really age. 
I see it so as I see He it. played with Janie Americans way back in the 60s and, you know, in the 60s. And so I, to make a long story short, then he had a wedding business as well, Rick. And so I started working for him with the weddings way back when we did, oh my God, we used to do like 250, 260 weddings a year. Every weekend would be five weddings, if you could believe it. Friday, two Saturday, two Sunday. We developed an incredible relationship. Rick is almost like my second dad. His daughter, well, he's got two daughters I grew up with as well. His one daughter is the mother of Carter Rubin. And so he's been at my house in my studio when he was a kid and we would record certain things. And this and that. as a matter of fact, the MP3 that had to be sent to the voice was done in my studio. And so it just all happened that he won, which was an amazing thing. And, and I actually knew he was going to win because I've known this kid and, and heard him sing. And we would all be like, oh, my God, he is such but a I natural. But I think he, he had some fierce but competition, he, but he definitely too. had it over everybody, in my opinion, not just because I knew him, but just because of how he how he put those songs across. Yeah. Yes, he sure did. Because of Rick is the reason why way back in the day I played with the, oh my God, the Duprees, the Del Satins. I've played with all those bands that I never even mentioned those anywhere on my bios. And I don't even know why I don't. I just figured nobody would know. Yes, I, I, I just had the Del Satins on a show, on one of my shows um, that I have every month that I've been inviting you to. The last one was the Del Throw me under the bus. Okay. Ozzy, I don't want to be your friend if I was that guy, man. I'd be like, <laughs> But yeah, so he's he's a big reason why um, uh, he's just a really good friend. And, and like I said, he's my second dad. And his whole family's phenomenal. And Carter is going to be doing amazing things. He just did a video, not to, to swerve, over, swerve everything to Carter, but he just came out with a video and a song. And he's uh, really in tight with Gwen Stefani. And they're doing amazing things. So, yeah, so Carter's amazing. I, I met him when he was really young, when he was starting out. And he's grown up to be quite, quite talented. And yes, I could see him doing a lot of things. I just found I'm it sure funny how I see you I'm everywhere. Sure you're recording with like these fascinating groups. Really? And you've got to tell us about it. How was this experience? Were you just at a recording? I was, I mean, you know, ever since I was a kid, I've always just wanted, that was my main thing. I just wanted that the, the artist of the day or the, the producers of the day, if they needed a trombone player, they would call me. That's all I wanted. I just wanted to be not so much first call, but I wanted to be on everybody's minds. And that's kind of what happened. And I'm proud of the fact that it was done in the big ocean, like in New York. Because that's really hard to do in New York. There are so many fantastic musicians, great trombone players. I can name 50 of them right now without even hesitating, even with my old brain. That you're the best, man. They're more than capable of doing what I'm doing, but just for, you know, thank you. <laughs> so, no, recently I wasn't in the studio, but I just come off um, a week playing with Blood, Sweat, and Tears. And Blood, Sweat, and Tears, if you don't know, is... The other band that kind of fused rock and jazz with horns, and they won the Grammy over the Beatles, and they're just really um, a big deal in music history. That's great. And I'm really I mean, proud to be part of that You're with band. some heavy hitters there. <laughs> At times. That's right. I'm with heavy hitters Urban. Right here, Urban, you're quite the bass <laughs> player. Tell me who else you played bass for. Just... 
basically I started with a lot of rock bands. That's all I've been playing, a lot of local stuff, local rock bands. And I got into the Latin music, I would say, man, when I started playing with Mark Anthony, basically. And wow. that was 29 years ago. Wow. I mean, I, I started doing some Latin stuff here and there. You know, a friend of mine, actually, the one that, that records also with Mark, his name is Ruben Rodriguez. He actually gave me the first phone call. And then I was like, dude, I don't play this type of music, man. I don't even know where to go, how to do it. He goes, bro, just feel it out. Don't worry about it, man. And mistakes will help you. And I'm still making the mistakes. And yeah, they're still helping me. Too, so. <laughs> but it's been it's been quite a journey, man, Lear- learning the whole Latin uh, thing, you know, because I am Puerto Rican. You know, born and raised in, in Jersey, but, you know, I was never around it as much as I should have been. But just like I said recently, Mark Anthony, I did stuff with Willie Colon, Johnny Rivera. Um, I recorded and produced stuff like Michael Stewart. You know, it's it's it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. I learned a lot, man. That's And then with, with a tempo forget, I'm learning even more. I'm doing things that I've never done before. You know what? All those things that you've done in the past, and I can say this for all of us, I think, is is what we bring to the table here at On Tempo. It's yeah, all of those. Yeah, basically. Yeah, the stuff. It's not just yep. that we've all just played salsa. We've played all different styles all of music. Of music yeah. And we're bringing that into our music here, little by little, fusing that music together in all our sensibilities. Uh, yeah. It's really exciting. Tempo, man. You can feel it. You can feel yeah. all the mix. You can feel the mix. And, and that's the good thing about this group is that we we actually bought, like Ozzy said, we all bought it into the table. Like I do the whole rock thing. We even have songs with electric guitars in it. You know, Ozzy with his funk, his pop style, and Alex with the bachatas, and the, but she well, also sings salsa. Classical music. I'm not really, a, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, but you, you, you. I learned that other stuff along the way, but yeah. Yeah, but yeah, we've all, we, we all have different, you know, uh, genres in, in us and Franklin another one that he can sing anything you know he, he can sing in French too and Russian <laughs> sounds like it right yeah but he's good he's he's got it all down packed you know but I mean that's the whole thing about uh, tempo that it's a mixture of all types of, of music in one I guess is, is what we refer to as real salsa you know it's a mixture of all genres and all styles you know but, you know, I enjoy it. I'm enjoying every minute of, of this uh, tempo. Alex, I remember you at New York Band. I believe there was another singer named Yosotis, too. Well, that, uh, it was Iris Neida. Uh, mm-hmm. She was the original one. Um, and then there were a lot of other singers that came through. Uh, but yes, there were mainly uh, four people up front, two guys and two girls. Yes. Now, who other singers did you work with and how was that experience? What other singers uh, other than the New York band, you mean? Um, oh, Talia, uh, Obi Bermudez. Oh, Mili Quesada was my first band that I... It used to be called Mili Quesada. So they were my first, first uh, experience working in a band. Um, But I sang with Jennifer Lopez, with Talia, Bobby Bermudez. Um, Oh, my God. And like Ozzy, I'm having CRS. Can't remember shit. (laughs) Are you having a 
And then it'll come to you later, like, oh, yeah, like, oh my God, how did I forget that that person? <laughs> yeah, but um, but yeah, uh, they were all great teachers. I mean, if you do whatever you do in life, you gotta take uh, the lessons and and listen carefully and and just take what as much as you can and learn from each experience um, and bring that that makes you who you are today and makes you be able to share with the audience all that that is encompassed you know making that one artist so does that make sense (laughs) franklin don't want to forget franklin franklin what a beautiful voice you have oh my god thank you i appreciate it who are others that you might have sang with and what is the difference between what you're doing now and that you did years ago, how is it, does it feel much different? What is, what is about a tempo that sets apart from the rest? Well, first of all, them three, I think they're amazing, talented people. I love them. And what we have is special. That's, to me, what makes it different. And honored, of course, because they're great, talented people. And, you know, what I did before, it was part of, uh, how do you say, growing, excuse me, my English. <laughs> like, it's part of a journey, you know, it makes you go up and learn. And now, finally, I'm learning from them, too. I feel like a tempo is, like, the richest, uh, musically speaking, that i ever been. Oh, well, you're, you're being you're being modest, though, Franklin. He won a show yeah. in Puerto Rico. Tell him about the show that you won. Yeah. A. He also wrote for for movie soundtrack. He also does all the voices for for a dance show that's on the air. I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> come on. Yeah. Let it out, baby. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Okay. We're talking about the. So yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> so, um, 2011. Yes, me and my brother we were part of a show. Um, it was a uh, how do you say that? Like uh, the voice, but it was yeah, a- kind of like the voice, kind of yeah. like American Idol. Yeah, yeah. But it and- was it was in Puerto Rico, and yeah. I won. We went there just to get uh, TV, you know, to get seen. Palm trees and coconuts. And, yeah, and we had so we could have some career up, and we ended up winning. Wow. And. Yeah, after that, um, Warner Music Latino, they, they, how do you say that in English? What? Like, they, they, um, they set their eyes that. on him. They yeah, noticed they, Yeah, they noticed us and they, we were fine with them for like three years with Warner Music. And we had like a couple of songs on the radio for, for, yeah, for that time. And yeah, like also says, I, I, um, Oh my God, English is killing me. Yeah. Now you know how we feel I, in Spanish. I, yes. <laughs> I, I composed two for, for um, film score. Mm-hmm. Film score and soundtrack, yes. And I've done two movies for Hollywood. They're still not out there, but they're, I did it, yeah. Wow, I didn't even know that. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, you know. You're hired. You're hired. <laughs> we want you. And so, all that stuff brings us to our tempo, and that's why we're yes. so well-rounded. 
Yeah. That's the reason why we're so well-rounded. Very, very well-rounded. Uh, the, the, the mixture of all you guys, the great thing is you have such a chemistry going. Um, I want all of you individually, just very briefly before I wrap it up, is what advice would you give to a newcomer group coming in, trying to do a diversity like what you guys are doing? Well, that's good. I, I, I say to just keep an open mind to, to music. <laughs> I mean, just don't stay in the box. You know, music is a form of communication. And, and you know, it's like we... Salsa is for supposedly for Latinos and rock is for the white guys. And, you know, it shouldn't be that way. It should be all, you know, a universal type of thing. You know, it's, it's just open up and just listen and, 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 you know, just keep learning, keep learning. You'll never stop learning and just start creating, you know, creating is a big part of what it is that you do. And that's what we do here in our temple. We, we do everything, whatever it takes and what, whatever we think will reach the other side of the world, and we will do it. I, I would add to that, to um, never, ever give up on your dreams because it mm -hmm. doesn't matter of how course. old you are, and we are perfect examples of that, number one. And number two, be true to yourself, and, <laughs> exactly. and, and it's got to be authentic because if it's not authentic and you're trying to be somebody else, it's not going to work. But if you... Uh, the diversity will come if you're if you're authentic to yourself and to the music that you are uh, making. I'm into that. Thank you, Alex. Yeah. I think um, Franklin got cut off because he was in his car, and um, so oh. I had to check and see if you can let him back in. He might be trying to get back in. Ah, there he's he. Did he come back in? Well, I, I want to thank you guys for, for joining me today uh, here on Entertainment Latino 77 WABC. I want to thank you all. Uh, I think you guys are an outstanding group. Um, why don't you tell us where, you know, I know you're on many different uh, social mediums. Uh, tell us where we can find you. Oh, okay. Well, you can find us at Atempo Band on IG, Instagram. Uh, you could also find us on YouTube. I'm sorry. Okay, so maybe I shouldn't be the one. <laughs> you know, it's funny because when you asked that last question about what I would tell younger bands, this and that, I, I would say really have an eye on social media because we didn't have that growing up. And so we're that's really kind of where we're not struggling, but where we're really trying to Mm -hmm. Get that happening, you know? And so if anybody out there can help us as far as going to our YouTube channel, that would really help us subscribing, going to our IG, which they'll tell you where it is. But all that stuff would really help us. We're making the music. Exactly. And we want everybody to get, you know, that's really our main thing. We want to make sure the music is is true to us and and that the appetite, when you're hungry, you'll, you'll want to eat our music. But as far as the social media, we need help from all our fans to really make sure they subscribe, not just listen, but to help us along with that. That would be amazing if you guys can do that. And they'll tell you where to go because I don't really know the addresses. It's <laughs> <laughs> Atempo Band Oficial on Instagram. Uh, the Atempo Band on YouTube. Right, 
Franklin? Mm-hmm. Franklin's our young one. He's the one that we go to for, <laughs> for all that good stuff. <laughs> for all right. those- <laughs> He's the baby. <laughs> and he's 60. Oh my God. So come imagine us. We're 90. 93. <laughs> I'm 93 years. Okay. <laughs> I, I want to thank you all Still strong. Still for strong. joining me today. An Entertainment Latino podcast, 77 WABC. Thank you guys so much, and I hope to see you guys in the very near future. That's one concert I want to attend. Thank you, you, Jackie. Thank you, Jackie, and all the listeners. Thank you. Yes, thank you you so much for having us. Thank you. Thank you. And um, this is Jackie Nunez for Entertainment Latino podcast on 77 WABC. Thanks again, guys.